On this episode of ASAP, Sherry and Casey talk to Ryan Adams, a digital designer on SA's creative team. They talk about inspiration, trends in design, and whether or not the 90s are back. It's ASAP, a Strategic America podcast. And this is the theme song. And we don't have much time, just need it ASAP. Okay, thanks, bye. Welcome to another episode of ASAP, a Strategic America podcast. ASAP, Strategic America. (laughs) And that is Ryan Adams. I would say not the singer, but he just sang. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, You are a... Digital designer, is that your title then? Yeah, it is my title. And he's digitally writing things down while we podcast. I am writing things down while we podcast. And this is, he doesn't take notes anymore. We just learned this on paper. He doesn't <laughs> take notes on paper. It's all digital. It's, yep. It um, is all on my iPad. Um, it's sort of just to force me to get better um, with the tablet. Um, yeah. How's it going? Good. It's it's a I don't know. It's still kind of weird to think about that it's digital. Um, I'm getting really good. I feel like I like to draw on it a lot. I draw on it all the time. Um, I just want to make sure I'm going to be the best. Yeah. So I just try to make sure that I'm um, carrying it with me and writing on it and just taking notes. And That that amazed, ooh, you just heard. Introduce (laughs) yourself. (laughs) Hello, I'm Sherry. This is my first podcast, too, on ASAP. Yeah, it's very exciting. I'm Casey. I've been on here before. They've listened to every episode. I'm positive. That's true. We have dedicated listeners. We do. Lots of subscribers. But So it's interesting that you come in here, digital designer, and you're just like, we got to do it digitally on this podcast. <laughs> um, pictures have been taken. We will share those on the social media. I could show, yeah, I could probably show you like what I'm working on on here. Ooh. Why do you tilt your paper so much? Yeah, why is the paper um, tilted? It's funny because I, I tilt it because uh, it's easier for me to write in like a straight line. Whoops. Uh, it's easier for me to write on like a straight line this way. I also tilt my Wacom tablet as well. Hmm. I don't know, but it's like the way my it's hand sits, like the way I, the way my, just it moves in a straight line when I'm a little crooked. You found what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I'm a little concerned. I don't think I've ever seen you not working. That might I, be true. I, I have seen him not working. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> so yeah, there I, are moments. <laughs> but he is a very hard worker. And we oh, are thanks. lucky to have him because he's always, as you see, pushing himself and trying to get better and the best. And mm-hmm. that's yes. why you're here on this podcast. It's we true. only have the best on oh this God, podcast. You're going to make me blush. Thank um, God no one can see that. <laughs> Um, I wanted to start, this is a new segment we're going to have on the podcast. So we've got new co-host coming in, first time podcaster, <laughs> new segment, big day. Um, this is a segment we're calling ASAP, ASAP Mentality because, <laughs> well, one, we, I love <laughs> a job request came through that said to come at something with an ASAP mentality, which is what we always do. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to be told, but we were reminded. And I think it's just... People need to know how ASAP we get. So in the last few weeks, um, Heath, who you've heard on sports, um, he has been keeping track of all the ASAPs, the HOTs, what have you. Um, So our tally for ASAP is only three. But for HOTs, we're sitting at 28 HOT jobs. (laughs) 
And this is... I got one yesterday. <laughs> oh, our producer, our, Joe. <laughs> he got one. He's did you get it? of the hot. <laughs> did you get it done? I did. Set the fire. Put it out. Good. Great. Um, we've got three fast response orders. Those are mine. All three of them. Wow. Does it actually say fast response order mm-hmm. on it? And the account person says that's not him requesting these to be handled in a fast response manner. He claims that that is what the job is called. Oh. So you but can do it enough, slow? Right. Or was it due the same day? Or That's even better. So I, I had an appointment this morning and I got in at roughly 1030 and I had a job on my desk for these fast response ads and they were due to today at noon oh god but it's just the name of it right it's also the only thing in bold on this piece of paper (laughs) that's curious it's curious it's curious you do wonder whether or not that's actually the name of these banners but uh you know um we did have one high priority item Ooh! wow High priority item. The high priority item. What was it? I don't know. It didn't didn't come to me, but it was very important. That much is certain. So I'm wondering because Ryan here has worked at another agency um, or maybe multiple. I don't know. Um, I'm wondering if this is like an agency thing. (laughs) Um, I have never seen in my previous experience anything marked hot. I mean, I've been, mm. I've been told like I was working more like face to face with uh, project managers than, um, I mean, I've heard them say, oh yeah, I kind of need this like kind of right away. We're up against deadline. Do I mean, people I've say seen they that, have fires to put out? I have heard the phrase, we have a fire to put out. Yes. That's not agency specific. That is agency specific. Oh. You're putting out all sorts of fires. That's just what we do at an agency, any agency. Um, but yeah, no, I've never seen anything like, this is hot. Yeah. So. And it's usually they get the highlighter out. Oh, yeah. That shows you, wow, <laughs> this is important. But, I mean, that's just that shows you how important we are. That We are important. All the stuff we do is hot. It's ASAP. Fast response, high priorities. Seems like this is the written version of the little red exclamation point that's on emails. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I always imagine that screaming, though. <laughs> like yeah. one of those, those um, nasty grams from, like, Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those letters that yell at you for doing something yes. awful. Mm-hmm. I haven't yeah. seen Harry Potter, but... <gasps> you should find this clip. It's pretty funny. Send it to me, Ryan. Ideal. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to digital design. Yeah. From Harry Potter to digital design. <laughs> um, who are you? What's your job? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> who am I? Well, how long do you have? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> No, I was how did born you born in the eighties? Okay. What made you what made you want to get into digital design? Um, I actually really like this story. Um I was a tenth grade it was a tenth grade benchmark. Um we were told to pick a career and research a school I would go to and we were supposed to present on it. Um I said I wanted to be I told my parents I wanted to be an artist and my yeah. parents were like you'll never make any money actually it was my dad so I'm sorry I'm gonna throw you under the bus um <laughs> your so mom was like, was like <laughs> my mom was like you could do whatever you want oh she moms. always says that yeah I know right she's <laughs> she's the best um and so it's like okay well I guess I should find I mean I, obviously I need to survive so I was I took that further and honestly like I kind of 
I mean, you can look at that as an, maybe a negative thing to say, but um, it kind of pushed me to look further. And mm-hmm. I've kind of found graphic design and um, I found this really cool school in San Francisco called the Academy of Art. And I signed up for all this information and I put it into my presentation and I'm pretty sure I got like a B on it. I'm what? not wow. the best Who was the student. teacher? <laughs> yeah. I would not probably the most learned student. Um, <laughs> well, you but, can reach out to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I thought I was doing pretty good by, um, you know, reaching out and trying to gather all this information. Mostly my thought was is if they give me material that I didn't have to write material. <laughs> so That's then I smart. could just include it and mm-hmm. look even better. So That's innovative. Yeah, right. It's what we do here at Strategic <laughs> America. We innovate. <laughs> um, so I, uh, I did the presentation. Uh, the well, I would say that was like in the winter semester, so the spring semester. Um, I got a I got a postcard from them from the school for signing up for all this information, and they offered a summer class, a summer like three month session. And I was like, oh, this would be really cool to go to. And I just asked my parents if I could go. And so two months later, we hopped on a plane, and they dropped what? me off in San Francisco oh at this school. And okay, I that's stayed supportive. In like a dorm. That's yeah, so supportive. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dad turned a corner. <laughs> I, you know, I think he was uh, he was on the fence about it until he got out there and uh, until that presentation you put yes, together. Yes, and they put together like a they put together like a portfolio day out there. So the last day, so my parents came out in June. Or they dropped me off in June, um, and then came back out in mid August. I think is when it ended, and they mm-hmm. saw this portfolio day and like, you know, we were, f- we're from Iowa, small town. We don't we we were from Mason City. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They just hadn't really been exposed. I even feel like to a lot of like different yeah. you know, people. Um, that makes them sound really small. They're not small. No, but I'm like, from Dallas Center. It's fine. It was the first yeah. time I'd been really kind yeah. of like exposed to just like all the different kinds of people out there and like people with interests and all that stuff. Um, I sound crazy. Um, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, my dad was just like awestruck by it. He's like, oh my God, like I just talked to somebody who said they're going to go work at Sony when they're done here. Like Mm -hmm. it was just a summer show. Like they had students in one spot. So I was in the student spot and they had like, they had, I think, uh, just a collection of each grade, like in the college, just giving their stuff and you could wander around all of it. That's cool. And so my dad was just like blown away. He's like, oh my God, you're going to do all this stuff. You're going to do really cool stuff. I love that. Your dad. Yeah, he was like totally happy to just like change his perspective on the whole thing, which was That's honestly awesome. like eye opening. Mm-hmm. It was really nice, and so he's obviously been super supportive of everything That's I've great. done ever since. Yeah. So it was like a really big learning. He's just worried about you, so he's like, "You aren't going to make money." Then you're like, "No, yes. wait, see." Yes, it was coming like, from a place of love. Yes, yep. it really was, and I mean, for him to like just admit that, like, "Oh my God, you can do really cool stuff." really just reinforced that idea like that was you know coming from a place of love so uh, I did that and then I was like this is what I'm going to do that school was a hundred thousand dollars well probably like for two years so I mean it probably would have cost me like two hundred thousand dollars when I was done or a lot of money and for 18 (laughs) that was really really scary for any age that's terrifying it was really scary and like you know we're middle class people like Mm -hmm. we sat in that gray area where like you couldn't get a ton of help, but you couldn't really do a ton without it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, it was just an awkward spot. So I ended up going to a community college, um, NIAC. It's like DMAC, but oh, yeah. in with Iowa. Um, and I met the best professors that I still talk to today. They're wonderful people. And uh, they had a graphic communications program. And so I went into that. And uh, um, I think by the end of my first year, because it was a two-year program, they were like, 
what like what else should we teach like what do you think we should do like what kind so of projects oh yeah, yeah they were looking to like our class we had a really good class I, um and they were just really open to like you know what kind of things like what kind of projects would you want to like complete for your classes like what kind of things do you want to learn and so we just like you know we talked a bit about web design and some animation and some illustration and um they just put together these and they were they were good courses and they put together some really awesome work for us to to do and it was just really neat to like awesome. kind of shape my degree a little bit to like and for the future because then the other students coming in wouldn't mm-hmm. yes. keep up on the trends that yes. you're saying this is what you need to look to so yeah it was really cool to like be a part of that and i know that i wouldn't have had the same experience had i gone to you know somewhere bigger but um it was still really cool to like have a really like hands-on yeah um i feel like i had like a really big grip on like what i learned and so Mm. so i went to dmac and i still talk to my professors too it was really yes yeah dmac has a really really competitive design program it's phenomenal like after moving to des moines in 2009 like i only ever hear about like students from dmac it's very rare that i it's like find somebody who went to Iowa State, you know, in town and working. Um, That's what we go to their portfolio day every year. And it's just amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. Like seeing everyone's that. work is just. It's a busy portfolio day. It too. is like, really there's busy. There's tons of people there. It's it's a really, really awesome school. Yeah. I'm going to speak to the interns, uh, the, the class that's looking for internships on the 10th um, next week. They are so, in for a treat, right? I am yeah. terrified, and it's... You'll be great. Don't oh, say anything so. inappropriate. <laughs> I make no promises. I'm not very good at uh, of that, so I'm impressed to have it used a swear word in, like, the eight minutes we've been doing this, so I'm doing really good. We're all proud of you. <laughs> His face is turning red. <laughs> so what uh, programs do you typically use throughout the day? Oh, throughout the day. Oh, man. Um... I do a bit of Dreamweaver, so I'm coding some emails. Um, I use a lot of Photoshop uh, for banner creation if they're static. Um, some InDesign for banners because we do that for digital stuff too sometimes. Mm-hmm. InDesign is elusive yeah. to me. Also, InDesign is celebrating its 20-year anniversary. Wow. Like what two is, days ago. What anniversary is that? Silver? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, maybe. Gosh. No idea. I don't know. Hmm. But isn't that crazy? InDesign is only 20 years old. Yeah. I hate it for being younger than me. <laughs> it's interesting to me that you know how to code and you also draw and make things. <laughs> I I can't say I know a ton about coding. Um, I know enough to be a little dangerous. I feel pretty confident coding emails. Um, websites are still in the works. But um, yeah, I like to know all of it. I feel like I feel like as a good designer should know just a, like a little bit about everybody's kind of yeah. jobs, you know? And you always so. add special touches to things. Like even our ASAP logo, you animated it oh, yeah. and just made little twinkles coming on and fun. things. So uh, you just add your little touches and it add your magic. I try to try to add some pizzazz when I can. I like the pizzazz. <laughs> Do you ever get overwhelmed from having to learn all of the things? Because you're in so many different pieces mm-hmm. of software and know how to do a lot of different types of design when in my experience at least I've known a lot of like specialized designers that really hone in one thing so I'm curious I would like to sort of specialize in one thing I think eventually maybe and I feel like right now I feel like a lot of my skills are are sitting at like I know a lot about like animation I don't know nearly as much as Kelsey. Kelsey is wonderful. Kelsey can do just about anything. He's like a unicorn. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
Um, Episode two, check them out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I I took this job with Strategic America because it was a lot of web. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like the last thing on my list. Like, you know, I have a good experience with traditional, you know, media and and I have some good experience with web. And um, at my last agency, they hired me because they liked that I had started animating and the position I was filling was um, a girl had left and she did a lot of their animation stuff and so um, but they didn't have a lot of work for it they just had a little bit and so I I hit that role pretty well and um, was able to get really good at it and then was able to um, I made it I made it possible for them to bring in more animation skills and like more animation projects in-house and then eventually they flipped my roles to do a lot more animation and just a little bit of traditional media yeah. um, and so it was really cool to like be at a spot where I could grow that um, but like web when I came to when I came here was like the last thing on my list like I hadn't really explored it I've wanted to um, but it's it's been kind of hard to find a role or position that um, allowed me to grow into it mm-hmm. and here has done that a lot so I've like learned so much already that's so, awesome can yeah. I give you a little sneak peek into after your interview and your software because there was some type of software I can't remember what it was that you hadn't used mm-hmm. and then you did a follow-up email and you're like I messed around with this software last night Jeez. and everyone was talking about sleep? it like <laughs> 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 so oh what was it I don't remember but everyone was like oh my gosh that guy so we asked him if he'd used this. He hadn't. He sent us an email. He did it last oh, night. Oh, <laughs> for my interview. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, um, yes, when I interviewed here, I, um, they asked me what I animated my banners in, my, my mm-hmm. animated banners. And I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I started with Flash like everybody did. And then when Google decided to kill Flash, um, mm-hmm. we had to switch to um, Adobe Edge Animate. And this is when I was back at the register. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of scary. We didn't really know what to do about it because we were making so many animated banners. And yeah. if they were going to kill that, like we had to learn this quickly. Um, and I'd gotten pretty good at that there. And so they actually put me um, on a team of two others. So there's three of us to try to figure out this Adobe Edge program. Uh, And we got really good at it. They used it for a while. And then I think Adobe ended up killing it sometime after I left. And now I think they've rolled out um, something called Animate, which is Mm -hmm. like Flash and then this this web component, which was what Edge was. And so they're back in it now. But um, when I came here, they, uh, Jamie asked me if I'd heard of Hype. Oh, yes. And I, so I, I was like, oh, no, I'd never heard of that. And um, she was like, it's pretty similar to Edge. And so after the interview, I went home and I downloaded the free trial. And I was like, oh, this is a timeline. I've got this. This is just like After Effects and Flash. And um, I put together this little thank you gif that said, like, thank you for interviewing me. And then oh, I sent no. it over. So You're setting the bar a little low, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> and with that, we're going we're gonna to take a break. We're going to throw it over to Heath on sports. We got a lot to talk about here with Ryan. <laughs> Heath has got a lot to talk about with sports. And we will be back. Major League Baseball and NFL are taking up most of the spotlight this week, but we must not forget other sports currently in season. College volleyball is an exciting option that is worthy of your support. What they lack in sand, they make up for in spikes. If that's not rowdy enough for you, check out your local rugby club. Rugby is like someone starting an argument on Facebook. 
It'll be fun for a minute, but chances are it's going to take longer than you expected, it's going to be more effort than you were prepared to give, and you're not going to know half the people who end up getting involved. In local sports news, my nephew's flag football team scored a decisive victory this past weekend over a group that calls themselves the Blue Team. When a member of the Blue Team told his coach, the white team scored a lot more points than we did, his coach told him that we're not keeping score, we're just out here to have fun. Which is exactly what you tell a six-year-old after a humiliating defeat. That's all for this week. It's not humiliating, it's Heath on Sports. Thank you for that delightful look into sports, Heath. Um, we are back with Ryan Adams, digital designer. Creator. Yes. Big time creator. <laughs> so I'm wondering, I've heard a lot of people say, if you love what you do, it's not work. Uh, and I mentioned earlier how I don't think I've ever seen you not working because when you go home, you're like, I'm going to go and do the same thing I did during the day because you love it that much. Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, I um, it's all learning. I love to learn. I love it. Um, I love to learn all these. I like to learn all these programs. I, it's fun to figure them out. And it's just um, I do a lot of inspiration hunting so i'm always on behance looking and the second i see something really cool i'm just like how the hell did this person make it and i need to know how they did it um mm. so i just i want to i want to do it um i actually will go i'll i'll copy things like i will just take stuff down and i will just do exactly what they did and mm -hmm. um they're uh that's been the easiest way to learn for me i guess so mm. it's not like work it really isn't um where else do you find inspiring things besides Behance? Um, I'm on Dribble a lot. I like Dribble. Um, dribble. Dribble with three Bs. Um, uh, Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. I like that. There's, I mean, it's yeah. like the perfect format for designers. Yeah, I mean, you're on the discover like, yeah. section. Yeah, and, and then the hashtags time. you can well, follow. The people, yeah, the people you follow, then they'll t like lead you to other people mm -hmm. to follow. Yes. And it's just like, oh my gosh, how are they doing it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. And then you it. have to figure it out. Yep. Um, and with this drawing program, Procreate, that I do a lot of my digital drawings on, actually, I think all of them are there. Um, Procreate records your drawings, which is really cool. So you, it's like a process video. Yeah. And I'm just addicted to watching people's process videos. I am They're so soothing. Yes, it is really mm -hmm. soothing, actually. And some people put them to music, mm -hmm. which kind of puts me to sleep. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just so fascinating to see how everybody designs. And I've never seen anybody do it the same. Like, there's not one person I feel like I've seen do it the same way. Uh, you can definitely tell, like, the traditional artists um, that have just moved their medium to digital, which is fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, if they're drawing a face, they just take this really, they take their time to, like, sketch out, like, not a skeleton first, but, like, just simple shapes and, and simple lines. And then they go in and, like had small details it's like a slow build and i don't i just don't work that way mine is just really messy and like i'll <laughs> i don't know like i feel like i go backwards like i always start at the top and work <laughs> my way down and then end up having to start over at times and i don't know that's just the process of way it's it, learning yes it's, it's just learning. the way it makes sense in my head is to just deconstruct um i actually heard that a lot in high school i'm a very deconstructive person <laughs> when it comes to my artwork <laughs> Is that a compliment? I don't actually know if it was a compliment. Uh, it was, I mean, it was related to sculpture, I guess. So maybe, like, oh, yeah. you know, I start with a big block of clay, for instance, and then you just like start 
It yeah, sounds like we're supposed to yeah. do it. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, uh, it would take forever if maybe you did that the was opposite his, way. Maybe that was his nicest way of insulting me <laughs> or telling me I need to maybe look at this differently. But <laughs> isn't that like people do that to food though, and it's really expensive, like deconstructed yeah, something, right? So like it's it must just be fancier fancy. now, yeah. right? <laughs> it's very fancy. <laughs> it's deconstructed and it's five thousand dollars. This is fancy as hell. <laughs> Put your own salad together. <laughs> your own salad together deconstructed ten dollars a half pound <laughs> what if we put this salad dressing on it'll cost two dollars it, less dripping on yeah. this plate <laughs> artsy it's so artsy <laughs> do you ever i'm sure you do because everybody does but what do your ruts look like do you ever get into massive creative ruts oh yes and it's bad um <laughs> stay away from ryan yeah, i don't know what i was watching when someone had called somebody out like you know if you're not creating you're not you're like it's bad for you like then you get into trouble if you're not creating they were saying this to a person and i was like man like that's sort of me like if i'm not creating something like i can look back and realize like okay like i really wasn't doing much then what was happening like oh all these kind of crappy things started happening like if I don't have a place to put my energy I sort of start picking things apart like mm, um, deconstructing yes yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean I I don't know I um and when those like when I'm in those ruts and when I'm trying to get out of them you know I I try to tell myself it's okay to just like not create like maybe yeah. I should go read um mm. or maybe you have to I... recharge sometimes yeah. yes and I'm Take really really bad at that mm -hmm. so I like to just squeeze every bit of juice out of myself which is totally unhealthy but mm -hmm. um you know when I when I do realize I'm being unhealthy like you know I tell myself just go read like don't you don't need to carry your iPad like it's almost dead just go plug it in like walk away you know yeah. um I'll try to watch a movie that I like or I'll I'll play a video game. So I actually play some really relaxing video games, some mindless ones. Um, you build Lego things. I do. I build Lego oh, yeah. things. Um, I love my Legos. Those are wonderful. And when I don't have anything to draw, like I'll just build something out of Legos and then I'll draw it. So. Whoa. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I um, if I'm not feeling if I'm not feeling like I can create something original, like on my eye, if I can't draw something original. Um, I'll go and I'm, I like, I'm actually very hands-on. So it's mm -hmm. funny to me that I'm a digital designer and I'm doing things solely on my iPad right now. Um, I am a very hands-on person. I like to touch things. And your so hands my, like, on the stylus though, like yes, and yes. you're holding your iPad. Yeah. See, there yeah. You go. thank you for justifying for that. For you me. Know, I really appreciate that. For. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I like to I like to hold things, so I like to build things with my hands. Um, so I go to my Legos and I'll I'll put something together and then I'll I'll draw it. Um, it's a lot of I have an, I have the architecture set, so it's all these like all these white Legos and these clear Legos, and I build just lots of like buildings. Essentially, I really am obsessed with buildings. I have buildings mm. on my arm for my tattoo. I mean, I just I love architecture, um, and so then I'll like. I'll sketch out the building that I drew or that I built and then like maybe I'll add like trees outside or like I'll put it in like a landscape and I just try to try to find inspiration mm -hmm. from those things that I made with it, it's like less work for my brain almost if like the 
if like the structure is there, if I built it, I yeah. don't know. I'm so jealous. I feel like I've never created something beautiful <laughs> like that. If I do my eyeliner correct <laughs> oh, one morning, that's hey, a that's huge an art win. form. That's an art form. I could never do that. It is so, so hard. I just want someone to do my eyeliner. <laughs> like when people do it, I'm like, whoa, how'd that happen? How'd you I'll get try it house? for you if you want. I would love You'd that. You'd probably be perfect <laughs> oh, on the God. first round. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just be like, first you're round. cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of inspiration, we're going to play inspiration game. Yeah. Oh, cool. We want to see if these things inspire you or not, or your thoughts on it, okay. what have you. Um, are the 90s back, and what does that mean, and do we all get to start wearing baggy clothes again? <laughs> do I have to, should I, should I answer all that question? All of it. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. okay. The 90s, I People are saying the '90s are back. Yeah, I don't feel like I've seen it yet. I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like online I've seen it in places, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it's shown up. It takes the Midwest a little a little yes, while. Yes, that's catch on. yeah, that's so true. Because like, when were people really like into like '80s clothes again? When what year was that? That was not very long ago. Like what, five or six yeah. years ago, maybe? Okay, so when I was in San Francisco the second time, I went back out to visit my friends that I made in school. Um, and everybody that was in 2008 and everybody on the West coast was like wearing 80s clothes again. And then I feel like three or four years later, like it's finally hitting here. So like maybe it's out there and we just haven't got it yet, but I'm ready. I I am too. I'm so ready for it. Like, you know, I still have, I mean, I, I wear flannel and I wear it around my waist. I wear it around the waist when I'm in this office because it is freezing sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm and not ashamed style. of style. Yeah, and, and style. style. So I don't know. Like, I definitely think the 90s are coming. Um, I think they're already in some places, but they're not quite here yet. But I love the patterns. Rocco's Modern Life. Yes. Um, what about Did you have a onesie for Rocco's Modern Life? I have a onesie of, I think it's of Wren from Ren and Stimpy. Oh, that's what it is. Yes. yes. It's hanging up something. in my office at home. And I'm not going to lie. I did just put it on the other day just to sit at my desk. It was very warm and I didn't have to wear a blanket. So. There we go. Yeah. Does that ever terrify you? You just see a hanging, looks like a full body costume (laughs) for reference. It's behind my door. Uh, I actually have a picture of myself in it. If you want to put it out there, you can. I'll let you. Yeah, let's wear it it for Halloween. I did wear it for Halloween. Yep, let's put it out there. We'll put that out there. Um, (laughs) It's a really good representation of me. So, I mean, if we're, uh, yeah. The internet's not ready. (laughs) God. Are they not? (laughs) When are they going to be ready? Three, four years? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then should we wear baggy clothes? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so me crazy have yeah. you seen those shoes I, I don't know how to describe them they're like sneakers and but they're they have like, enormous like bigger than feet like clown yeah. shoes like mm-hmm. the clown shoes mm-hmm. oh no i would not be into that that's scary. people me. wear those with baggy clothes mm-hmm. no very i think coastal i would trip fashion right now i would trip i trip over nothing already like mm-hmm. don't need something physically to trip over <laughs> be careful if the 90s do get here be careful <laughs> be that's, careful i think i'd be okay with that like i think um I don't think there's enough bright color out there in prominent places. I think bright colors are reserved for the artsy and creative folk. And I think that's bullshit. I think everybody should be bright. And I don't care what your brand is. Like, I definitely think you should have bright colors. How else do you stand out Like, and compete with other people? You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And we're all in competition. We are. Always. It's true. true. (laughs) How do you compete? Well, um... So another question, brands have kind of started taking a stand on social issues. Is that mm-hmm. something that's important to you? 
I am obsessed with Patagonia. I love the way it looks mm. and I'm happy. It's not the cheapest stuff, um, but I'm happy to pay for it because I know that it goes to a good place. So I do like that. Um, I think it's sad that brands have to align themselves mm-hmm. this way to care like now, but maybe that's a larger statement about just where the world is. Yeah. Um, you know, that being said, like I th- uh, I think you can kind of tell when brands just decide to do that mm-hmm. and switch that over. Um, Where it's like they just suddenly turn everything pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And the, and the same can be saying, like said about pride stuff. Like yeah. some people just, you know, drop that on there because they think that that's going to like boost their sales for the mm-hmm. month of June. Oh. So, and I, yeah, you you can tell when it's kind of cheap and not yeah, and not valid. Yeah, right, right. And I mean, like you know, those brands like Patagonia will never be seen as like a bandwagon, or mm-hmm. I don't think you know they they've done some pretty great yeah. stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I think that does matter, and I think you have to be authentic with it, like mm-hmm. you said, Sherry. Yeah, you really do. And so it's going to be like interesting to see the brands that do that. And you know, I was I was reading, I think I was reading something in Adweek this it's like a business some sort of business meeting with all these top um ceos some business roundtable i think it's what it was called and they're going to be pushing this initiative that like company like big corporations and companies need to start caring about their employees again mm-hmm. and i think that comes almost too late like you know culture has been a big a big topic at at the forefront of all sorts of conversations like this for years now. And now that, now that you see companies like Patagonia setting this standard of like, we care about the environment, this is our stand. And like, we care about our people by doing this, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, for the, these people just to decide like in this room that this is what's important now, like it's just kind of silly to me. Like you've spent the last how many years, like caring only about money and succeeding and making more money that, now you're seeing, oh, people actually just care about culture. We need to start caring about people again. And, like, that's how you retain your business. And I mean, it's just they're kind of monetizing that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem authentic. Mm. We could see right through that. Yeah, you really yeah. can. The people so. know. Mm-hmm. It's true. The people know. Yep. All right, we'll ask you one more question on inspiration. Um, flat design was in, is still in. <laughs> now seeing a lot of 3D design working in dimension and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... What do you think? Where where are we going? I'm your professor. Where are we going? What do we need to learn? <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I what I like about I liked flat design a lot. I thought it was super cool, um, very trendy, and mm-hmm. that kind of that's kind of where this is going for me. Like it's a trend. This flat design was a big trend, and so yeah. now I think that 3D is becoming a big deal. Um, it's sort of knocked that trend out of the way because like not nothing's flat in 3d and so like there are shadows which means if there are shadows on something there's a gradient mm-hmm. and if there's a gradient then it's not technically flat and i just think that it's good that 3d is uh coming around because i i that's not a trend i don't mm-hmm. in my head like it's uh it's important. It's a good. It's a good bit of design, and I think that uh, you know, with VR and augmented reality, which mm-hmm. again, like those things, are have been seen as trends and are mm-hmm. sort of slowly coming. Still, like, they're not nearly as as big as I think they thought they would be. What about QR codes? <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> Why our our iPhones just finally uh, have yeah. adapted? When did to, that happen? Like, I don't know. It made me feel ago. real dumb. After so everyone was like, was like "Forget anybody these things." Anybody read QR codes anymore? And then iPhones like, "Hey, we finally have the ability to. You don't have to download an app for that. You never knew you needed this. Gosh, <laughs> and now you we did in yeah. 2003. Thanks, Apple." It's it yeah. Why did they wait so long to bring that I don't in? Know. Because like it it is kind of convenient at times for it to pull up websites like that. I mm-hmm. like that, but um, people aren't going to use them. I don't think anymore just because it's past. But mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So like th- you know, three D stuff and um, um, you shouldn't rely on trends. So I feel like flat design was cool, and it's um, there's a time and a place for everything, mm-hmm. and there's a time and a place for gradients. Damn it. Turn, turn, turn. Um, <laughs> so, well, before we leave, we just some things from Event Apart. Just oh, yeah. one takeaway from Event Apart. You oh went to gosh. a conference. Where was it at? It was in D.C. Okay. It was awesome. I'd never been to D.C. before, so so many firsts. I'd never been to an Event Apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I took some notes. Let me uh, pull Ooh. them up for you real pull quick. Your, yeah. Favorite takeaway, Event Apart. Mm-hmm. My favorite takeaway. Yeah. Well, it was very decadent. There were snacks oh. around every corner every day, mm-hmm. and I had to learn very quickly <laughs> not to stuff my face, or I would need a nap because I'm an overgrown infant. <laughs> um, Lucky you have that onesie. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I have that onesie. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I really, really liked designing for this, this phrase, this woman said, you know, design for, um, design for absorption, not conversion. Okay. Which explain it. Absorption. Yeah, you should. So, um, it was kind of a topic of readability that started this whole conversation about designing for absorption, not consumption. Um, you have to learn to read. Which means mm-hmm. it's unnatural. Did you ever think about that? Like, you don't naturally know how to read. You had to be taught it. Isn't that weird? My mind is blown. I know. I never <laughs> thought about that. Like, that makes it unnatural. So you had to um, you had to learn to you had to learn to read. Mm-hmm. So you should like if you're designing a website, and you need people to read stuff on that website. Mm-hmm. Obviously, do you think it would be more important that they understand what they're reading or? Do you think it's more important that you're just trying to push them to buy a product? Like you need them to understand what they're doing here. So your readability should is really important. And if you're reading something, you should be absorbing it. Okay. So you should design for absorption. So it's like when you read a book and you're like, I don't even know what that page just said. Exactly. You want them to know what the page just said. Just because, I mean, if you speed read, excuse me, if you speed read, like, are you actually paying attention? Like just Mm. because you know these words, are you putting them together in a sentence? Like, are you just seeing them? So I just really like that. I like that idea, and I thought it was, um, I thought it was smart. So because smart, yeah, that was one of the big ones. Um, they they had a handful of um, great speakers that were out there solving problems. Uh, there was a woman who, uh, this web designer, she signed up. She had like a monthly flower subscription, and so. Uh, she got every every whatever day of the month she got us an order of flowers came in. It was like a clothing box, you know, and uh, um, her mother passed away. And so obviously, I think it's the month of May that is Mother's Day, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. That's the last month she ever wanted flowers. Mm-hmm. But there was no way for her to like opt out of it because they just hadn't thought of that. And so she was like, you know. 
she wrote in and she was like, you know, I, I, it's upsetting every time I get flowers on this day of mm-hmm. this month because, you know, it's Mother's Day and my mom has passed away. And so I'd really like it if you could just like maybe send out an email like where you can opt out of certain holidays. Mm-hmm. And it blew up. Like sh- they were like, oh my gosh, we never thought about that. Like, thank you so much for writing in. And, and uh, we'll definitely like take that in consideration. And I think just a couple months later, she got a note back from them saying, thank you. Like, thank you for thinking of that. That's and great. We've had, Amazing. We've adjusted it. And we've actually had so many people like opt out of certain holidays. And we never even considered such a thing. You know, it's just really, really innovative people thinking mm-hmm. about those things. And that was just like. And listening. And mm-hmm. listening, you know. Yeah. So important. Right. Right. And there's just um, there was another woman talking about um, applications and, you know, there's apps out there now that you can um, track your pregnancy and everything. And they're like, uh, you know, mirror like you put in all, all your information and it like tracks, you know, tracks what your body's doing. And mm-hmm. this woman had a miscarriage and mm-hmm. her app didn't realize that. And so like she she was really, you know, got really upset when that, yeah. you know, yeah. wouldn't adjust to it. And on top of that, like everything she liked on her Facebook was around, mm-hmm. you know, being pregnant and having a newborn. She didn't know how to like turn off all these, you know, all these mm-hmm. these ad preferences. And it's it just there's so many things out there that like I just never I didn't know. Yeah. about. So it was really, really eye opening, actually, you know, from a, learning about the Web and um, and apps and just really cool. This interview has been eye-opening. Yeah. <laughs> You're brilliant. I could talk and ramble on forever. Sorry. No, it's great. It's not rambling. <laughs> yeah. It's very intellectual. <laughs> um, so we're going to sign off, but before we go, do you have any quote, like a little piece of inspiration that you always look mm-hmm. to or think about? Like, I feel like you've said some throughout this interview, oh, but something that really kind of parting wisdom parting oh, wisdom man. yes parting wisdom i think you should oh man i don't know i the way i'm, I'm trying to think of like how i stay inspired like all day um just take five minutes and do whatever the hell you want like that is great parting wisdom. it's that. five minutes mm-hmm. it's five minutes like if that means like getting up from your desk like Whatever, if it means drawing a stupid stick person, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever, if it, it means shooting a rubber chicken at your desk mate, like, just yeah. take five minutes and, like, relax for a second. Listeners, know. please do that. Five yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. It was great. It's been super fun. So we'll see you. Well, you'll hear us next time on ASAP. See you later, people. Bye. ASAP, a Strategic America podcast, is produced inside the walls of Strategic America, a marketing agency located in West Des Moines, Iowa. Visit strategicamerica.com ASAP for more.